Oh, coach, I just hit record. That's right. Well, no, this is this is another season, and uh, and we and we changed up a few things. Uh, we got a new location. Uh, we got a new brand. Let's let's start right there. Age three, age three. Talk to me. Cubed. Coming home, bringing it home. So, I love it. I mean, you know, so age three, you know, hey, athletes growing exponentially, always giving effort. That's, awesome. That is the Allman Gunner experience. I love it. Athletes grown exponentially, always give effort. The Allman Gunner experience. Here we go. Let's roll, baby. <laughs> and uh, and so we we've talked about you know what's different with this podcast. What are some things that we want to continue to do, and what's something maybe we want to bring in as as you know, hey, let's just try something fresh. Well, I think. Yeah, so so we're not mincing and, and dicing things up here. We're cutting right to the oh, yeah. right to the core, well, Coach. <laughs> Let's just go. I mean, we could talk football. We could talk Florida State, Florida yeah, for a little bit. I mean, we, we, we can, yep. Right? Well, that, that's okay. It's early to talk. <laughs> Well, and, and being athletes, sometimes you sit back as a fan and you laugh a little bit because you see the fanaticism. You know, that oh. word fan comes from the word oh. fanatic, right? Yes. And, yes. And, and you just marvel at it, right? I mean, in, in some ways, we're all just so glad to have these outlets, right? These, these forms of expression it brings people together. The energy is incredible. But then you kind of sit back and you're like, is, how important is that? And then in the big picture, in right? the big picture. Years from now, will that matter? Yeah. So what I and again, this is why I, I 
love what we're doing with the show this season. So think about it. Think about the fanaticism that we have, especially now in college football. Like, you know, you get 80,000 people and everybody's just excited to have football back. So now, imagine if you can have that in your life. What if you were that fanatic about the things that you really wanted for your life? I mean, you have a greater chance of hitting it. What if you surrounded yourself with people who really believed in you, right? That way. You know, again, at the end of the day, when you are a true Seminole, when you are a true Gator, right, no matter how bad the season was the, the, the year before, you think this is the year you're going to win the national title. So imagine if you woke up every single day and that's the way you felt. And those are the people that you went, you had in your life that was influencing you, that was helping you stay committed to the things you want to do. So that's connecting that dot of everyday game day. That's connecting the dot of, hey, this is the game of life. Yeah, and, I, and I, it's interesting to think, too, about uh, just what's happening in sports in general. I think everybody obviously has had a little bit of a reality check that you say, you know, everybody becomes a, an RP at some point in their life, no matter how great of an athlete. But, you know, on the flip side, everybody has a chance to be an athlete. And so I got goosebumps when you said, well, why don't we get that excited about our lives the same way we do about a Saturday or a Sunday? Well, I mean, mean, again, you know, the word enthusiasm, I always say that the last four letters says it all. You know, I am sold myself. So imagine if you can be sold yourself on the things that you really wanted in your life. I think one of the greatest examples that we can can do for our kids or for young people, right, is lead with our lives. You know, so so in the big picture, what does matter five years from now? In the big picture, what does matter ten years from now? And why not we we play for those things, right? Why don't we get enthusiastic about those things? Why don't we get passionate about those things? But we'll take a Saturday and we'll get jacked up for four hours about something that really only lasts for four hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, it may give you some bragging rights with some friends that you have, right? may give you some bragging rights with some other people that attend different universities. But at the end of the day, what's the legacy of that? You know, what's the real legacy? What's the real impact to the people that grew up? That, see, to me, that's the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes, you know, uh, and you know, I told you this, we'll go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. I'm working on a new book. And the title of the book is Mentorship from Leadership to Legacy. Because to me, if we're not trying to create that, then we're wasting time. Tennis and golf. Both of these sports are experiencing something really transformational. Golf is is being disrupted, uh, obviously, the the Live Golf Tour. And then with tennis, we have this new sport, so to speak. It's been around for a bit. Named after a dog named Pickle, yeah, yeah, <laughs> pickleball, yeah. and uh, and and so we're going to talk about those two sports today. One of the things that uh, you saw with the PGA Tour, antitrust, kind of uh, almost like a monopoly, yes. and they, you know they were they they were not creating an environment of inclusivity, right. community. It was almost you know like hey you know we are the top dog and we're going to do it our way and it's the way it's been done. And you got to respect certain athletes taking really strong positions, really exactly. believing so, in, in their foundations. So, but uh, what do you see going on there, and 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 you know, even just in golf in general? Well, see, what I see is what I talk about in the game of life. Sooner or later, everyone has to play it, right? So, so when you have been the PGA Tour and you have been the top dog, then the 
tendency to get complacent. Think about how many times, and I always say that most people's greatest, you know, challenges are going to be their last failure or their last success because they're going to hit one of those things and stay. So, you know, when you're successful, sometimes you just lay there. When you fail, sometimes you just lay there. Uh, but to me, life is about evolving. And so when you look at the PGA Tour, it's one of those things where you say, okay, did they really evolve? Did they, did they take those next steps? Did they, they look and say, okay, here's where we need to go, like, like we're here. And so now you have the Live Tour come in and go, look, there's an issue. And it's all about, you know, in business, it's all about finding the problem, right? And then coming up with a solution, being the solution for it. And I feel like that's what Live Tour is trying to do. Like, they're saying, hey, look, there, there is a different way for you to play this game. There's a different way that you need to compensate it, right? And so now it's created this tension. And to me, right, there's enough for everybody. You know, it, it's all about what's right for you. And see, and that's the hard part for people, right? So, so when you hear these arguments about people who are just diehard PGA tour, and then you hear the other argument about live, you go, but isn't it personal preference? Like, shouldn't I be able to do what's right for me? Shouldn't I be able to grow as, as tall as I can grow? So maybe this is the way that I can build my foundation, for instance. Like if I go to the live tour, I'm making more money. But guess what? I can now create my foundation to help more people love this game that I love to play. So I think you have to look at it from all sides, right? Because at the end of the day, isn't it about legacy? Isn't it about mentoring? Isn't it about being a leader? Isn't it about being able to give back? So that's why I keep going back to in this game of life, at the end of it, when you get to the end of it, if the only people you serve was your immediate family, I can promise you that legacy is not going to last longer than probably 30, 40 years because they're going to just forget. The real legacy comes when you can reach out far and wide, right? And 2,000 years from now, people are talking about you. So when I look at what's happened there, that's what I see. I see some guys are going, look, this is an opportunity this is an opportunity for me to be bigger than sports because guess what? I'm going to be a regular person. So maybe I can use this opportunity to create something to be able to give more of myself when this is over. Well, they should have hired you to do PR for them, honestly, because it's really, it, isn't it so much about communication? That's all it is. Like all this stuff at the end of the day, it really comes down to communication. Well, you know, I always say it's communication and presentation. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if I said to you, hey, G-Money, my little brother, what's your favorite steak? And you said to me, oh, man, you know what? I like, I like a nice ribeye, and I like that thing medium. Yep. And then I want it served up with a loaded baked potato, a little broccoli on the side, right? And I want a little bit of broccoli on the side of that. And uh, give me a little sweet tea. Top that thing off with it. And I go, okay. And I go in there, and I create it exactly like you want. Because you communicated to me, right? Yep. And I create exactly like you want. But then you see me go over to the garbage can and take the lid off the garbage can and, and put it all on there to serve it to you. Well, I was hungry at first, Coach. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see, see that presentation right there? I might not set well. That's big. Right? That's big. Yeah. Now, if you're really hungry, you might go ahead and get through it. But if yeah. you're not, you might, ah. Yeah. So it's communication. That's big. That's big. Yeah. It's well, well, and, and you talk to any chef about presentation, and it's about valuing your product, but it's about valuing the person that's going to be 
consuming your product. Because the respect thing. Respect. It's mutual respect. It is. Right? A, it is. That's the ultimate sign of respect. How, how you present a meal to somebody is the ultimate sign of respect. That's why yeah. communication, presentation is so important. And you got to be able to do those two things. And if you can't do those things, you, you get what I call good vibes. Yeah. And he say, she say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it is interesting because if you think about it, a lot of it seems like it's really just boils down to money, yeah. right? You know, yeah. follow the money, right? But, but um, ultimately... The game of golf is a very individualized sport, but at the top level, you have a team. You've right. got the caddy, right. you got, and there's a whole bunch of people behind right. the scenes. Right. So, you know, Live Golf is taking this approach to like, okay, not only are we going to have the individualized side where you have these individual performers, it's a lot like track right. where you talk about, you know, you might have a javelin thrower whose outcome is dependent upon, you know, the 100-meter the, the guy at the same time. So you guys are, you're trying to work together to create an, a team outcome. So I love, I love the idea of this team, you know, uh, concept with live They're They're really focusing on the caddy. The caddy goes up at the end of the, at the end of the round or at the end of the tournament, he's, he's celebrated the same way. Cause you know, they're doing a lot of work. They might be doing the lion's share work when it comes when you show up. Hmm. Yeah. Somebody helped. Yeah. Right? So what is wrong with making sure that the team gets celebrated? Yeah. And the other statement that you just made that I found very interesting is that when you when you look at this thing that you do with PGA and live, it may seem like follow the money, right? But it's bigger than that. If you have the real conversation, right, and you communicate and, and present it right, it's more than the money. Mm. These guys are very good at what they do, yeah. right? Yeah. They put in countless hours. They're the best of the best. So at the end of the day, money can't buy you half these. Money can't buy you out of certain situations. Sooner or later, that boils down to character development. You feel me? Yeah. And it's either to the bedrock or not, mm. right? Mm. So it's not about that. Like, like in a lot of cases, it, it could be about building bridges. How about that? It could be about understanding that there's a reason that I got here. There's some people that built some bridges for me that didn't even cross them with, and they built them for me. So why don't I return the favor? There you go. See, there's a lot of reasons that we could be doing wow. this thing. Wow. That's powerful. That's why I keep telling people, look, you mm -hmm. got to go behind the words yeah. now. Yeah. Got to go behind the words. Yeah, again, because I think about it, at the top level, that's how it's played. But the people that really love the game, they're playing with their kids. They're playing within a community. They're playing with their friends. It's a whole different experience. Now you might be playing some tournaments. You might, be, but still, it's almost always about a charity. It's almost always about community. Well, and that's it's what I'm saying. yeah. So, so on the one hand, you can't say, okay, we're, we're playing, you know, PJ, whether it's PJ or Live, right? And we, we're playing the tournament. But on every hole, you know, if you do this, the charity gets this, or if you do this, the community gets it. So somewhere in there, somebody's thinking community. Somewhere yeah. in there, someone's thinking about giving back, right? Yeah. So, again, that's why I say it goes back to communication and the presentation of it all. Because you don't know what someone's thinking or feeling or why they're doing what they're doing. Remember, everyone has a story. Yeah. And you know that better than anyone. Mm -hmm. right? That's it. That's everyone it. Everyone has a story. Yeah. So, until you get the whole story, I mean, yeah. man, I'm that dude. I'm sitting That's right it. Going, like, look, man. Yeah. You don't know. That's it. 
point the finger at somebody else, you got a few pointing back at you. That's it. Yep. So true, man. So true. Like, come on now. Yeah. Well, and why you want to tear down somebody else's foundation? And I mean, that, yeah. Day, yeah. What's wrong with having enough for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why not open up? There like, is enough. Some other people in <laughs> Come on now. Abundance. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, again, it, at the end of the day, we're competing in life, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're competing in life. And that's whether you want to or not. That's the other part. Well, for the for the golf fans out there, now you now you got more golf to watch. So oh, that's, yeah. that's the positive. That's yeah. Like, like if, if you really love golf, hello, yeah. yeah. You just got more of it to watch. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about like the whole point of the game is really to teach you patience, character. It's it's literally Listen, the core values. Commitment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Taking risks. Let's start there. Can we start there? See, that, 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 <laughs> man, there's so many. Let me, let me ask you this, too, about just the love of a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I find so many athletes, myself included, over the course of my life, I'll get into something sometimes because I feel like it's what I'm supposed to do right. versus my passion drawing me into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about golf or any other sport, but there's a lot of repetition. There's, there's lots of lows. Yes. I mean, you live in the lows yes. <laughs> with, yes. with some of these sports. But, but that's Okay. You're a lot more confident that when the kid leaves the house, they're going to make the right decision. Wow. You put in those reps. But you know if you haven't put in the reps, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen out there. The mirror doesn't lie. See, but that's what goes back to being persistent, patient, taking risks. Help. That's the game. That's the game. No, the, the beautiful thing about a game like golf is you can't beat it. Yeah. Well, play well. Yeah. But that was yesterday. You feel me? <laughs> Gravity exists everywhere you go. So, but isn't that the game of life? Yeah. You can wake up and have a real good day today. But tomorrow, there's some adversity. Yeah. Now, how are you going to deal with that? See, tomorrow, you might be in the rough. You might be in that big rough. Or you might be, as they say in golf, you might be in the beach. Yeah. Now, how are you going to chip that out? Yeah. But that's life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you might be 150 yards out. Yeah. Caddy telling you one club, but you feeling another club. Yeah. But, but in that life. So you have to take a risk. Yeah. And even at your greatest at golf, the best thing you do, okay, I, I, I might have shot more than I've ever shot. So in the game of life, man, I might achieve something that I never thought possible. But that's gone. What are we going to do tomorrow, baby? Yeah. That's why every day is game day. Well, and, and if, you're, if you're in a place of gratitude and appreciation for how you got there and you, and, you're, and you take a moment to reflect and be grateful for that, it doesn't matter what else anybody else, you know, what, whatever anybody else has to say at that point. Dude, 
That's the journey. Like most people mm-hmm. don't enjoy the grind. Yeah. See, as, as professional athletes, man, when, when you really stop talking, they enjoy the grind. Mm. The best ones enjoy the grind. The ones that are able to be there for a decade or two decades, they enjoy, enjoy the, grind. the grind. Is that is that grateful for my problems? Yes. At that point, I mean, words, think about it. it. Is, yeah. Look, I, I'm gonna be grateful for my problems. There's some problems I don't want. See, this problem, I know how to deal with because this problem, I'm passionate about. Yeah. See, this problem, you ain't got to tell me to show up. I'm yeah. going to show up because yeah. I love this. This yeah. is where I want to be. But but isn't that the game of life? Yeah. See, you get a lot of people, they don't want that grind, man. Yeah. They, they want the nice house. They want to be able to take vacation. They want the kids to do exactly what they tell them. Yeah. You know, they want school. They want, oh, I want, I want, I want, as my mother would say. Yeah. But what comes that is a lot of responsibility. You, in the same, in the same breath of I want, I gotta want that grind. Yeah. See, I gotta like that grind. You know. Yeah, you know. So, so driving up here, um, you know, I get out of the car, and and one of the things you said was, you said, "Hey, coach, you know, isn't it funny they call this Labor Day, but everybody's home?" See, we talk all the time about how words matter, right? <laughs> so we named it something that we're not doing. Now, you and I are working because every day is game day for me. I, I, I got to lace it up. See, when I don't lace it up, somebody get in the head. But words matter. There's, there's people today that feel like, man, oh, man, I, I'm glad I had a day off. I'm, I'm glad. But what you going to do with it? What you going to do with it? See, again, that's the difference between professional athletes and everyone else. They always watching film, baby. Always trying to get better always seeing how they can stay in this thing that they love a little bit longer, right? So that's how we connect the dots. So when you're playing this game of life, if you really love life, you love your kids, you love where you live, you got to figure out how to play it as long as you can. Shouldn't that be the goal? That's got to be the goal, man. Every day. Every day means every day. So, Coach, why does it matter if somebody gets ahead? Boils down to knowing your value, right? So again, the sixty-four thousand dollar question: Will this all matter five years or ten years from now? Back in the day, my papa would look me in the eye every time and say, "Listen, if you outrun a slow person, that don't make you fast. So you should be competing against yourself. Like, wh- who, who am I trying to get ahead of? See, that becomes the question, right? Like." Who are the person that you putting so much of your trust in, so much of your love in that I want to be like this person? I'm trying. This person here sets the standard for where I say I want to be. Now, last time I checked, there's only one person that sets that kind of standard. So if you if you really believe that, right, then you gotta bet on you. Like the standard should be, I'm always betting on me. I'm always betting on me. And if I do that right, if I get that really right, I've never seen a leader who set out to be a leader. The person that we consider great leaders, the people that we want to emulate and be more like, you know, take on those qualities and those standards are the people that bet on themselves, that went out, they did the right thing. Not just one day, every day. They put it in every single day. And then they shared that information. Yeah. They mentored. They, they, they started, hey, look, they served people. 
And then all of a sudden they look back and there's a whole bunch of people following them. Mm. And what's really stands out or comes from that to me is you're basically saying we're not making progress if we're not paying attention to what's happening around us. So, so, you know, if we, if we're coming from a place of fear that somebody else is getting ahead, yes, we're in the wrong mindset. Let me let me take a moment here. We are out here in the elements. You got trucks backing oh, up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You got fans from Peace Park over here. Right. We're on 120 Lemon Street, out front on the patio. As it should be. As it should be. So, Coach, I've heard you say before, people want you to do well. They don't want you to do better than them. Okay. So, so tie that together for me with with the game alive. And we're talking about live golf and the PGA, and I'll even bring it back to we're talking about Florida, Florida State. I mean, I can't tell you how long I have been against the Seminoles. Right. Okay. But, but, you know, as I get to know my big brother and I start to open my mind, I start to realize, (laughs) wait a minute, do we not both have the word Florida in our name? I mean, look, it goes back to there's enough for everyone, right? But if you really know your value, if you really betting on yourself, it doesn't really matter what someone else does. You know, me, fortunately, I, I, I like to say, man, I was just born to the right parents, the right grandfather, who just poured some stuff into me, into my foundation that allowed me to understand that whatever I wanted and wanted to be in life, that's on AG, baby. That's on Almond. It's not about what's going on around you that's trying to stop you. It's about don't stop yourself. Most people stop themselves. If, I, if I'm trying to get ahead of someone, but I'm just looking at what they're doing, and then I start to say to myself, oh, I'll never be that good. I'll never be able to catch up. See, once doubt creeps in, it's over. The only thing that we need to remember is that success takes what it takes. And just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean that it won't. You have to trust your training. Now, one of the things that I hear, I, you know, they had they had Coach Norville mic'd up before the game, and uh, and they were just showing some clips of it. Now, one of the things that he said, I was like, okay, he's starting to get it. He said, trust your training. See, because when you're competing in sports, you know there's going to be a point in it where there's adversity. It's coming. And how you respond to that? Is going to determine what the outcome comes, right? So it's the same way in life. If you think that every day that you're going to wake up and life's going to be roses and everything's going to be great, that's not how this game is played. It ebbs and flows. But what can happen is that your principles are to the bedrock, that your values are to the bedrock. That's what helps you get over it. That's what helps you get past it. You know, what I've done lately with my athletes is I've started to teach them to have amnesia. And I think that's what you have to do in the game of life. When you make a good play, forget about it. When you make a bad play, forget about it. Concentrate on the play right now. That's the same thing in life. Man, you can't get too high and too low. Have amnesia. You want to have amnesia. Trust your training. Trust those little things that you do consistently day in and day out. So when you have those successes, oh, that's supposed to happen. When you come up short, that's supposed to happen. It's called taking risks. 
It's called growing. It's called going out on the edge. You cannot play it close, man. This thing called life, you cannot play this thing close to the vest. When you talk about amnesia, I mean, the queen of the court. Come on now. And, uh, and what we saw this weekend from Serena Williams, the presence, power in this field. For that woman to be able to play at that level for so long, she just dominates as the GOAT in that stage. Not just, I'm not even talking about the tennis now. I'm thinking game as of life, person. coach. As the a game person. of life. Hey, imagine this. Imagine being a 40-year-old and the greatest day of, of, of someone's life is when a 26-year-old can beat you. <laughs> huh? Imagine that. You, you at 40. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and you walking, talking, and making change. And, <laughs> and they just happy at 25 just to be able to compete with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. See, Nike had a quote the other day about Serena. And I go, oh, this, this – Man, if, if all of us can just understand this, it was just so beautiful because we talk about it all the time, but we just never put it in his word. And here's what the quote said. By changing nothing, she changed everything. Ooh. Huh? <laughs> Holla at your boy. See, so what I'm saying is, oh, it's what we just said. Serena understood her value. She's like, look, man, I don't need to change who I am. Like, are you kidding me? I need to show up every day. And just keep putting in this work. Now, sooner or later, you're going to gonna have to change something. Because I'm going to keep beating you. You see what I'm saying? But see, but the, also the other thing that Serena has is the thing that we talk about. Oh, my God, that woman is so grateful. Mm. She's, when she stood up and said, without felt Venus. You felt it. Without Venus, there is no Serena. Boy, look at here. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, hey, goosebumps. It, if you didn't get goosebumps yeah. and tear up, yeah, you don't understand the game of life. Yeah. Well, in one statement, ended it. Just, just ended like any discussion, De just any debate. Decades of playing, decades of being the best. Yeah. One statement of yeah. gratitude. Without Venus, there's yeah. no. There's no Serena, dude. Dude, that's gratitude. Yeah, yeah. That's respect. being grateful and obedient. Yeah. That's understanding the opportunity that yeah. you had. Yeah. The bridge that was built. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Serena Williams <laughs> understood the assignment. Every time they talk about, oh, she's so big, she's so this. Man, that girl go put on a swimsuit, make you cry. <laughs> huh? Huh? Make you tear up. As we say in the neighborhood, man, it was an onion because it make you cry. <laughs> Absolutely. See, but that's understanding who you are. Mm. That's the game of life. Mm, knowing your value. Oh my goodness. Knowing that I, mean, I don't have to change the fit into something. What I need to be is I need to grow into being who I'm supposed to be. That's what changes everything. Mm. It's not me changing to be like you or you or try to be you. It's about risking everything I have to be all that I'm supposed to be. Okay. All right. <laughs> as, as, as Michael Jackson would say, I'm going to let that simmer. Yeah. Just let that simmer. Just let that simmer. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think no matter what, whether that was her last match or she keeps playing, her legacy is oh. just getting started, Coach. 
Boy, look at here. I think it's just getting Ooh, started. Look, tennis is going to be a blip on this girl's radar. Yeah. Because you talk about some mentorship, yeah. some leadership, some legacy that's getting ready to happen. <laughs> Hold on. To, I, yeah. Strap in. Yeah, yeah. Strap in, baby. Yeah. She's getting ready to show you how to do this thing. Yeah. She's got a generation to Come race. on now. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> huh? 2,000 years from now, oh, you're going to be talking about Venus and Serena? You got yeah. to. Yeah. That's vision, coach. You got to have that vision. Well, and, you know, I, I don't personally know the man, but but I did see the movie. <laughs> hey, hello? King, King, King Richard had some vision. I don't care what you say. Again. That man had vision. Well, what he did was he understood the assignment. Yeah. Here are the ladies that he was Build given. Bridge. There's some gifts inside of him. Mm. He is a father. Your assignment is get it all out of him. I'm going to build a bridge. Get it all out of him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whatever you need to sacrifice, whatever you need to give up, whatever you need to commit to, I need you to do it because we need everything they got. Because they're here to build some bridges. Mm. I don't know who's listening right now, but if you're hearing it, <laughs> come on, <laughs> take now. a moment. Come on now. Take some notes. Come on Let that now. simmer. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, what a picture. Well, coach, I, I can't I can't wrap the show without let's let's just spend a little bit of time talking about my new favorite sport. And and I listen, I, I love every sport. I'm a big fan of sport. If you don't know this, um there there is this phenomena yes. called pickleball. Yes. And most people listening probably heard about it. If you haven't oh, you under a rock. You might want to Google it. Yeah. But um it's funny because my family, we, we've had a hard time. I'm a man with, with four women in the house. Yeah. And, you know, some of them like to fish. Some of them like to go to the beach. Some of them like to surf. Some of them right. like to go to movies. Some of them, like, we all like different things. We found something that brings us all to the table any day of the week and twice on Sundays, Coach. <laughs> and it's something that has just – the most profound thing to me about pickleball is you have somebody who's six years old. You have somebody who's 96 years old <laughs> out on these courts and they might play each other. They might play together. And I just think it's funny to bring this in. It's a trend. How long it lasts? I don't know. But to me, it's the coolest thing since sliced bread. Well, if we're smart, it lasts forever. Because, see, to me, pickleball is exactly why we're doing this show, is exactly what we're talking about. Because there were a whole bunch of people who, if you would have asked prior to pickleball, would have told you that they were not athletic. They would have told you that they weren't competitive. They'd tell you that they didn't like being outside. Then you introduce pickleball. Then all of that stuff changes. So the people that you thought were competitive, oh, they're real competitive, right? Huh? The people you thought that wouldn't wouldn't sacrifice and go two and three times a week to play a sport outdoors, dude, first one's out the door. See, the pickleball is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about here is something that everyone can be passionate about and everyone can bring their own level of expertise and everyone can be can grow into what their expertise is. Isn't that life? Like, like look, look, man, like. My main man, Seth, <laughs> Devin's husband, Seth, man, let me tell you something. You got some pickleballers oh, in your household, let, Coach. Let me tell you. Some committed Seth, pickleballers. Boy, Seth and Devin, <laughs> man, hey, again, if you know them, right, 
you think, ah, you know, Devin, Devin's not competitive like that. Put a paddle in her hand. Huh? Put a paddle in her hand. See what happens. I mean, th that's the beauty of it. Like, like those, those two guys, I'm telling you, Devin and Seth, yeah. three, four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, they're out there putting it in. Yeah. But the other part of pickleball, what's so great, is you're meeting people. Absolutely. It's community. Dude, you are meeting people. Yeah. Yeah. You are building a community. You're actually having conversations. Complete that, strangers. That are not <laughs> with a phone. Yep. That is not texting. Yep. Like you are verbally committing Completely to Completely different walks of life. Coach, totally. I'm talking like different ages. Totally. Different parts of town. Like it is one of the coolest things I've seen. Pickleball has put us back to where we need to be, baby. Yeah. Back yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the community yeah. where everybody talk. Yeah. So now I got a six-year-old playing against an 80-year-old who can pour some real good information into him outside of pickleball. Yeah. Yeah. Can you what? imagine being six and watching an 80-year-old out here still on the court? Doesn't that inspire you? Yeah. Doesn't that say to you, whoa, yeah. I got some time here? Well, I think what will keep it alive will be the thing that it has right now, which is that accessibility. Totally. It's accessible. Totally. Well, well, not only accessibility, but the other thing that it have that I find just great is that they're growing it into, hey, you know what? You can play tournaments in this thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you can be as good as you really want to be in this thing. So you, you, you can have fun. You can bring it, make it a family thing. Or if you want to get real competitive, we got a little something that for you too. Yeah. In that life. Yeah. In that life, baby. Yep. You can get as much of it as you want. You can get in this game of life, man. You can be all in. Or you can just try to sit on the fringe. But it's still gonna life's still gonna go on. That's the beauty of it. Well, this isn't the last time we're going to talk about pickleball. I can oh, tell no, you that, Coach. Put, no. we, we're going to no, keep I, bringing that up. Look, I got pickleballers in the family. Hey, <laughs> last night, Sophie and I played two grown men. Yeah. That, 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 these were not right. amateur. Right. We, we beat them, Coach. That's how you do it, yeah. baby. Sophie and I. What? My 14-year-old. Well, but yeah. again, doesn't she, it? Oh, she, Coach. She but listen, but doesn't that go back to what coach. we just said, right? <laughs> you try to get ahead of who? See? Huh? Yeah. Now, now, now if Sophie would have took that approach, Sophie's looking at these grown men. Dad, what you want me competing with them? I mean, they grown men. No, no, no. Sophie just, I'm just going to do what I do. Yep. Right? I'm just be the best that I can be on it. And guess what? When the smoke clear, hey, you won. Yeah. Well, see, that's good for her. And then you play again. That's the yeah. other thing, Coach. Those games are over so quick. Yeah. You keep going, you got to play another one, Coach. <laughs> see, so those little wins for yeah. her. Yeah. Those little things, you know, oh, coach, they add up. Isn't that amazing how, how just how quick something can change, though? Like, you think, this is how it is, coach. This is how it is. Because so that's they, how life is. Yeah. That's why you can't get complacent with life. This thing's moving, baby. Yeah. It's grooving. Yeah. That's why every day, set your agenda. Yeah. Know what it is you're playing for. Know what you want. Yeah. How are you trying to grow? Are you trying to get 1% better or not? Yeah. That's the beauty of this game. Yeah. I want to see Serena play some pickleball. You think, you think, you think we'll see that? I don't know. <laughs> she's probably already playing. She's probably playing. I mean, she already, I guarantee you she got Olympia. That little, that little daughter out yeah. there playing pickleball yeah. right now, bro. Yeah. Guarantee it. You know they had McEnroe on, and he was talking about pickleball. What do you think he was doing? Go, come on now. He was complaining. Come on. Of course <laughs> he, was he was. At the end of it, he's like, I come love on. it, yeah. but I hate it. That's know? right. But, of course he does. But come on, man. That's John Mack. All right, so so coach, we got a segment we're gonna drop. We're gonna call it Coach's Quick Tips. All right, and this is specific to a sport, and we're talking about pickleball. And and you have you have 
advice for, for pickleballers out there that can be applied to the game of life. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, what, what, here's my tip to a pickleballer. First of all, you got to remember why you play it. So just keep enjoying it, right? Mm. But footwork. If, if, if I was a pickleballer, I'm focusing on nothing but my footwork. Focusing on getting to certain spots on the court. It's a game of geometry. That's all it is, right? You and gotta then, be that, you got to bring that math nerd that, stuff you in. You got to bring it, right? Because <laughs> you know I'm nerdy like that. But the end of the day is, if I return the ball and I know logically the only place that you can hit it back, and I'm already there, it's going to make it hard to beat me. So if I was a pickleballer, work on footwork. So same thing in the game of life. When playing this game, work on your character. Work on getting to the bedrock. Work on commitment. Work on passion, right? Work on sacrifice. Work on being patient. See, those are the things that help you. See, because that's spots on the court. See, if you can cover those spots, no matter what come at you, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. That's my tip this week. That's your footwork right That's there. Footwork, that right? will put you in a position That's footwork. to win the game of life. That's it. Footwork. Hey, it's been a good show, Coach. Yes, I'd sir. say it's been a great show, well, and I've enjoyed it now. Man, I love, man, I love season two. I love what we're doing. Yeah. I love, you know, every week. I just want to connect these, these games of sports to what really matters most, which is the game of life. To me, you know, we, we, we do these shows for others, but it's really for us. <laughs> we... we we just like being in the space and connecting and trying to help each other grow. So, so you know, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to keep bringing it hot to you. And uh, remember, every day is game day. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>